Welcome to No Longer Hopeless. I'm your host, Lane Mercer, co-founder of LNL Ministries. This podcast is a place where you can come to get encouragement and hope restored. We showcase that there's always hope to be found for the right here and right now in the Lord. Let's get started, shall we? Hey there. Hope you're doing okay. Hope you're doing all right. Thanks for tuning in to No Longer Hopeless Podcast. Uh, If you are doing good, great. If you're not doing good, great. I'm glad you're here. Either way, thanks for coming to No Longer Hopeless Podcast. Hey, just a quick shout out. Thanks for all the uh, notes, comments, and prayers for my voice and just getting better over this uh, seasonal junk. I feel a lot better. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I will continue forward. As you can tell, this episode, my voice is a lot better than last uh, podcast episode. So appreciate your prayers. Hey, so I wanted to visit with you uh, with another series in that book, uh, uh, book in the series, excuse me, another book in the series of God's Generals. I came across, this is the fourth one in the installment. This is called God's Generals, The Healing Evangelist is the subtitle. God's Generals, The Healing Evangelist. It's by Roberts Liarden. I'm going to read a little bit of a bio from the book so you know who we're talking about. Roberts Liarden is president of Roberts Liarden Ministries and founder of Embassy Christian Center in Irving, California. He is also founder of Spirit Life Bible College and Embassy Ministerial Association in Irving. Liarden has authored three other God's Generals books and produced accompanying DVDs. So this is the fourth in the series. God's generals, the healing evangelists. Here's the description on the back. I think it's a great, it's a whole great series. I really encourage you guys to get it. There's six books in the series. As you can tell, we're going to go through all six of them over the course of this, this season. I've read them, read them a couple of times. Very encouraging, very strengthening. So here's what this one says. The healing evangelist. In his fourth God's generals volume, Robert Sliardin chronicles God's greatest healing evangelist of the 20th century. Journey which, excuse me, journey with such paragons of faith as Oral Roberts, one of the most influential Christian leaders in the 20th century. Roberts had a healing ministry that spread from rural tent meetings to a world-class university, hospital, and medical school. Lester Summerall, after being miraculously healed of tuberculosis as a boy, Summerall dedicated the rest of his life to sharing the gospel and God's healing power with the audiences around the world, both in person and through television broadcasts. Charles and Francis Hunter Often called the Happy Hunters, Charles and Francis were known around the world as two of the most anointed and enthusiastic evangelists on earth. George Jeffries This Welsh Pentecostal preacher ministered along with his brother Stephen at camps, conventions, church meetings across England and Ireland with reports of miraculous healings and other acts of God accompanying them. F. F. Bosworth, a Depression-era Pentecostal faith healer, one of the founders of the Assemblies of God, Bosworth was known during the 1920s for his interdenominational Big Tent revivals and large auditorium healing meetings. As you read about these ministry pioneers, your faith for signs and miracles will grow as you anticipate seeing God's mighty hand move. It's a really great read, easy read, not too hard. These lives, it looks like we're looking at six, maybe seven, if you count the hunters as two individual 
as as the other theories, Robert Sayardin does a great job. Does great biography on these. Really gives them detailed, great testimonials. Um, listen, it's encouraging. I'm going to read a section like I've done on the other ones, just on one of these people. Why? Because I want you to be encouraged. I'd love for you to go get the books, check them out yourself. I'll put a link in the description uh, where you can find one of these books. This is a, a top tier. Now, the names that I read to you, if you recognize them, excellent. Then this would be a great book for you because I bet you there are stories in here you didn't know about or you can learn about their beginnings. And there's great um, insight. Names, if you didn't recognize them, all the more reason you need to get this book because these are pioneers of the faith of the Christian movement. And these, one thing I really like about this book particular Excuse me, I'm sorry. One of the things I like about this particular is that it is just from the 1900s predominantly, which is amazing if you think about that. For about 100 years ago, this was going on. Now, it doesn't sound like a long time. I mean, it could be. You could think 100 years is a long time, but really, it's not that long. So think about that. It, it was in the 1920s when this was going on. Here we are in the 2020s. Pretty amazing. Okay, I'm going to read a section about F.F. F. Bosworth. The um, This title of his is called F.F. F. Bosworth, and it is um, The Healing Pioneer is the subtitle. Now, this is coming from page 34, 35, and a little bit of 36. It's an incredible one moment that stands out. There's a lot of them here, but I wanted to read these to you uh, just as a showcase God's glory and God's power. Here we go. John Sproul had fought in World War I as a young soldier. While he was on a special assignment to secure supplies in France, he and a friend were hit with mustard gas. The friend died within a day or two, but John survived, just barely. He had to have 14 operations in the French hospital where he was admitted. Six operations were performed on his throat and eight on his lungs. Following the operations, he completely lost the ability to speak. So many of his neck muscles were cut away that he had a hard time even holding his head up. Sproul returned to the States in constant pain. With hemorrhaging in his lungs, frequent bouts of stomach sickness, or sudden unconsciousness. He traveled through the country trying to get medical help, but his case was declared hopeless. When he returned to his hometown of Pittsburgh, the mayor, Edward Babcock, took, took up his cause. The country was disturbed by the lack of medical aid for the wounded veterans. So Mayor Babcock and the local congressman sent Sproul to Washington, D.C. for special medical treatment. When he returned from Washington, Sproul informed the mayor that he, that he had been pronounced incurable by the physicians there and given a certificate of total disability for life. He was awarded a monthly disability payment but he still faced a future filled with uncertain and unrelenting pain. By the providence of God, soon after Sproul's return from Washington, he saw an advertisement for evangelist F.F. Bosworth's campaign in Pittsburgh. He went simply because he felt he was nothing to lose. As he sat and listened to the testimonies of those who had given their hearts to Christ, the Spirit moved in his soul. He later exclaimed, Oh, the joy that filled my soul when I realized the Lord was ready to save me. Right then, and I said, yes to God, and how I longed to be able to speak, to tell people that I knew I was saved. When Bosworth called for those who wished to be healed to come forward, John Sproul walked up to the platform with a heart full of faith. After prayer, a Christian brother exclaimed, praise the Lord, and Sproul thought the man meant that he should praise with his own voice. 
of all the foolish things, John reasoned, to expect me to praise the Lord when I can't even talk. But then he thought, well, that's not faith. I'll try it, even if nobody hears it. The moment he made the effort to praise the Lord, a strange power seemed to fill his whole body. Pain coursed through him from his st stomach, through his throat, and into his head. It was excruciating. But in an instant, it was gone. And with, what, and with it went all of the agonizing pain that John had been experiencing for four years. There was no more lung pain, no more throat pain, no more wheezing. At the top of his voice, he yelled, Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Soon after the service, his family cautioned John to be careful with the new recovered voice. But his response was, I was shouting his praises, and I knew as long as I praised God, nothing would ever happen to my voice. John called his friends and his mother on the telephone to tell them of the amazing news, but none could believe it was him. When the news reached the local newspaper reporters, they insisted on meeting with him, as did Mayor Babcock. Fred walked into the mayor's office, head held high, and he smiled and spoke normally. The next day, newspapers hit the stands with the whole city for the headline to see, John Sproul can talk. The Sproul family rejoiced when John's three-year-old daughter, Mary Jane, who had never heard him speak, clapped her little hands and exclaimed, Daddy can talk! Daddy can talk! Jesus made Daddy talk! The Veterans Bureau ordered John to report for tests, after which they declared him well indeed. He had to forsake his disability payments, but he had been healed by God, and he could work now. For years after his healing, he corresponded with F.F. Bosworth, letting him know how much he enjoyed perfect health in body and also in his soul. And the story goes on, but I thought that's an incredible, incredible moment of just a, a person being obedient, preaching the word, giving the opportunity for healing to come forth, and there was an activation of faith happening. Now, that's just one of many stories of F.F. Bosworth, plus the other ones that are mentioned in this book. Again... If you don't know these names, I encourage you to get this book. Learn these people. Learn what they've done because it's the same God. They serve the same God that you serve. They serve the same God that, get this, Peter and James served. It's the same God. So these are the names. Oral Roberts. Lester Summerall. Charles and Francis Hunter. George Jeffries. F. F. Bosworth. Now, if you don't know, then absolutely get the God's General's books. This is the Healing Evangelist. If you do know these names, absolutely get these books. This is God's General's, the Healing Evangelist. Yeah, you can't go wrong either way. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be encouraged. You're going to be strengthened. This is a great series to encourage you and build your hope. Hey, I hope that you found this encouraging. Hope that you found comfort from it. If you did, please tell others. Pass it on. And this podcast is available anywhere you get podcasts. That's uh, through Spotify or Amazon or Kindle or Google or Apple or wherever you get. If you can, on your podcast platform, if you could like, comment, subscribe, that'd be great. If you don't want to use a podcast platform, but you want to know when we have a new episode that comes out, shoot an email. I'll be glad to take care of it that way. No problem. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for coming here to be no longer hopeless. Have a great day. Let's see what happens next time. That wraps up this episode of No Longer Hopeless. If you found this to be an encouragement to you, then please subscribe. So not to miss out when another goes out. If you can think of anyone who might benefit from this podcast, then I ask that you please share it. 
We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on Facebook by searching for LNL Ministries, or you can email us at no longer hopeless podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, as long as you have breath within you, then you can still have the chance to be no longer hopeless.